You want a life where you can fully embrace yourself. You want to live life on purpose and on your terms. You want to tap deeper into your soul as you grow into your purpose work and you no longer want to hide in the shadows. Hey, I'm Danielle Amy and I am obsessed with helping human teamin. I am on a mission to normalize that we are here to feel, heal, experience, connect, and grow. I have transformed many darker sides of this journey into the most incredible life I could imagine. My ducks aren't always in a row. In fact, I think I lost one. But yet, I have created a beautiful family, comfortable lifestyle, and a freedom-based business along the way. All while learning to love and accept myself as a soul that's on a human experience. Through my intuitive teachings, real talks, and guest interviews, I can help you as we help the world to love ourselves just a little bit more. To the mom who didn't make six figures after you had your baby or while you had your kids, I think this is something that really needs to be talked about because I know nowadays there is a lot more talk, which I'm grateful for, of it being hard as a mom. And as you guys know, if you're here or if you're new, I have been in the world of entrepreneurship for a really long time, since 2008. And I had my first child in 2017. I had my son, February 2017. And I remember when I was pregnant with him, I thought when he was born that, I I don't know, I had this dream that like everything was really going to take off even more. I mean, I don't know what lunatic thought I thought at the time, but I was in this and I'll tell you what actually made me plant this thought in my mind. And this is what I want you guys to hear is we often are planting a lot of these things around us. So then we hold ourselves to this really crazy expectation of what we need to be. And if we don't, we failed ourselves. So I had a numerous numerous amount of things that were behind me at this. Okay. So even beyond just business, me as this new mom also had a lot of these expectations. So from pregnancy to childbirth, to breastfeeding, um, or what that was supposed to be like to then business. Okay. So, or even like what my baby was supposed to be like. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, I struggled so fucking bad kid one and kid two. Cause then in 2019 I had my daughter and in between that I had a miscarriage and it was not easy for me. Like it wasn't easy. So I was in, before I got pregnant with my son, I was in a mastermind with somebody and she, she became pretty well known in the industry. I mean, I don't know how known she is anymore, but I'm not going to say her name cause I don't think it matters. But anyway, I was in a mastermind with her And her story at the time, I think she had already had like two, two sons and she was, I think, pregnant with her third baby. And she went from pulling the whole story of, Hey, I went from welfare to, you know, eventually her story was to becoming a millionaire, but because it wasn't her mastermind, I knew like her numbers that she shared. And so her very first launch, she made like $60,000 and she was pregnant. And she's like, yeah, I think a lot of my success is because I was pregnant, you know, and then here I am doing this thing. And then I remember like she had her son and, you know, she's breastfeeding him as she's doing like a webinar. And I think she eventually went on that year to have like her first million dollar year or whatever. So I have this all banked in my brain. And what this did was after I had my son or while I was pregnant with my son, I had these expectations of what I should be doing with myself. And And I was defining my self-worth by all this. 
So for me, I was a really tired pregnant person and I also gained a whole lot of water weight in my pregnancies, like a lot to where like 60, 70 pounds worth of weight was gained both kids. Like the pregnancies was almost identical. And I didn't understand. Like I didn't know where that came from. The tiredness was beyond all means. I normally was a type of person that, you know, could sit behind my computer and work all day long. And I had days where I had like no motivation to do anything. So then again, I have this expectation of pregnancy while I turned out to gain shit tons of weight. Then I had this expectation of childbirth. I had planned even before I got pregnant with my son, I picked the birthing center, the only place like around where I lived that even believed in, you know, midwives and natural childbirth and blah, blah, blah. And I picked this place that I ended up not even being able to give birth to. or at, I had to get transferred to a hospital. I had complications, 23 hour labor. My son got stuck in the womb. Like he had meconium in my womb. So like everything just led up to where I had a baby that came out crying and he didn't stop crying for years and he didn't sleep right. He, or not right. He didn't sleep a long time. I didn't have a baby that napped. I didn't have a baby that just like slept. I didn't have, even they talk about the newborn sleep. So I had so much pessimism behind my back and I was crying at night all the time. I slept on an air mattress in my son's room the first few months, like, cause he always woke up like all night long. Yet I was still trying to pursue this dream because I defined my self-worth by it. And I didn't have, I didn't have, um, what you call it? Like good luck or whatever. Um, success is the word I'm looking for breastfeeding him. So then I felt like a disappointment there. Um, I, you know, I, again, I had this dream, like I'm supposed to have the baby on the teat as I'm doing business. And he's just, Oh, look at the little baby napping. Like I didn't get that shit. And I made myself feel so bad about it. I defined my self-worth by it. And I started to blame my son and I did the same shit with my daughter, except for her. I had a different rendezvous. I think probably for Finley, I had postpartum depression too, but I was so far gone in other ways. I didn't even recognize it. But for Sophie, I, I legitimately know postpartum depression came to play and it got really bad. So for the moms out there that may have already had, you already have your kids and then you can't figure out how to find the time to do stuff. Or for those of you that are having babies or had a baby and yeah, there's tons of people out there. Like literally I know people, two people right now, one is pregnant with her second child and the other one has like a six month old. Um, they're launching like mom programs and like how they've become millionaires as like new moms and all the stuff like good for them. Like seriously, but we have to realize that we're not always these people and it doesn't have to be eye rolling that somebody else is doing it and eye rolling that you're not. I think the whole thing behind all this that I'm probably going to say 97 times, like over and over again on all these episodes is the reason why I even have the show is I want you to give yourself grace. Like we have got to remind ourselves over and over to give ourselves grace. Like we're so fucking hard on ourselves. Like it's ridiculous. We hold ourselves to the, in this like glass jar that's so fragile that we're constantly beating down on the ground, just waiting for the time that it shatters. And then we're going to be so baffled when it happens that if we just step back and glance at our own reflection of our own, her own surface of who we are and look inside There's so much to see 
And that what is this big rush? Like, what is this big rush that we're keep trying to follow and achieve? Like who, who are we trying to prove this to? Like, who are we trying to prove it to? Because any time in my life, when I started to step back, when I finally started to surrender to being a mom to my son, um, I eventually did. I had like a series of events that occurred in my life. I'm not going to say it's, oh, because I surrendered now, you're going to have a series of events happening in your life. But in my life, I did. I had a few different things occur. But I wouldn't say it's, oh, this event happened. Therefore, I had this amazing business occur. No, it, it really what, what was going on behind all of this was grace, forgiveness, stillness, um, really learning to embrace this, this hole in me, uh, this part that was trying to find self-fulfillment through external means, trying to find self external fulfillment through, through my children. I was looking every, and at this time in my life, when I had my kids, the reason I even decided to have them, cause for pretty much my entire life up until about a year and a half before my husband and I attempted to have a kid, um, I didn't want any And I didn't want any kids because I didn't feel I was whole enough to have any. I didn't feel like I was healthy enough to have children. And so what that, what I'm telling you is I did get to a point where I thought I was healthy enough. That's the only reason I made that decision. It wasn't like, oh, the clock was ticking. I literally was like, wow, like I'm happier than I'm actually happy. Like I could say I'm happy, not happier than I've ever been. I wasn't usually happy at all. And I finally like felt I overcame this huge struggle of, being such a pessimist and a depressive majority of my life at that time that I was like, wow, I'm birthing this whole new leaf, um, of life, like literally and figuratively who I was and what I was experiencing. My relationship constantly was changing for the better. Um, cause it, I'll have a whole nother episode on that, I guess, of, um, relationship expectations and, again, this, this perception we have of ourselves of how things are supposed to be in this linear life that we may have the knowledge. Some of you, as you listen to this, you may have the knowledge that, you know, life is not meant to be linear. And if this is your first time hearing it, welcome. Life is not meant to be linear. Life is like a roller coaster. And if you think about roller coasters, there's like roller coasters for toddlers. So all roller coasters aren't like going to give you the ride of your life. And then there's like even almost like a roller coaster that's almost more like a train. Um, I can almost remember this as a kid. It went really slow. If anything, it was almost like a scenic route, okay? But it was considered a roller coaster. So I want you to just see life that way. Like everything isn't always 92 miles an hour. Sometimes it's like two miles an hour. And it may be moving slower than your mind's expectations. And maybe your baby didn't breastfeed and you really wanted it to. That doesn't mean you're a failure. And maybe you really wanted to have your business thrive and succeed while you have this little baby on the teat or little toddlers running in the background and you want to live life so authentically, but you're like, how in the goddamn hell do I even take a picture with the kids like this? Because a kid just threw a bowl of macaroni on the ground and one screaming in the background. Like, how do I include them in my life and in this thing? Because in this moment, I am not happy. In this moment, I am not in joy. In this moment, I'm not in my light. So in that moment, all you can do is surrender to where you are, no matter what's going on in your life. I think that's the hardest thing is when we surrender, we think we're failing ourselves. And when we're still, there's not much to see except the pain that you can feel, right? And maybe the tears streaming down your face or the numbers that you didn't meet and the clients that you don't have and the overcompensation that you feel you must give. And 
I think that's the give and take of life that we constantly are learning, especially for those of you that are pursuing entrepreneurship and our mothers. And really, I guess for some of you, I wouldn't say it holds the same validity, but I would say some fathers probably could have some of the same struggles, especially if you are mentally in tune to your wife's emotions and she's been struggling or for whatever reason, maybe you have a little bit more uh, upper hand involvement. Obviously, you, you, yes, you will always have breastfeeding struggles if you're trying to breastfeed your child. However, <laughs> you catch my drift. Um, this primarily is for those of you that are moms. That That's who I'm talking to here because it's something I just hold really dear to my heart and I see often and I wonder there's a lot of people that's on the bandwagon in a good way. Again, none of this is said with like judgment to those that are succeeding. I think that's beautiful because we're all very different creatures um, of you know, being human, uh, just as we all are very, even as much similarities as people have, like we're very different. Like I I say, our books will never be the same because no, no, you know, no book is going to have the identical pages within it. It might have some moments where they overlap because you might have that experience with another person. Like for example, my husband, um, so many experiences, like even this, this sharing of this, like he has emotions with this as well. He's experienced my struggles and my pains and my tears and my suffering at times, um, to where, you know, he wishes things went differently for me as well, just so that I didn't hurt so bad. It wasn't so mentally grueling at times because it did, it, it got dark. It got dark often. And for me, especially the second child, having that when I had my daughter, one, I, again, here's, here's the second time. So I have all these lessons I learned with my son, um, realizing, yeah, okay. So not everybody like just has magical launches cause they had a kid and all this other shit. <laughs> Sometimes childbirth can be traumatic and pregnancy can be rough and you need some time to recover mentally, emotionally, physically, but also to bond with your child and all this other stuff. So my daughter's birth was very different than my son's still didn't completely meet my expectations, but it was good enough to where I felt like I recovered faster. I felt like I even remember, um, when we had the newborn photographer coming to our house, um, to photograph Sophie, which was just a couple days after she was born. I think it was within like a seven day period. We had to have her pictures done. And I remember (laughs) even the photographer being like, wow, you do not seem like you just had a new baby. Like you're ready to like go about your day. And even that morning I was literally making smoothies for my husband and I, and I had just had a baby like seven days prior. So that was not me after I had my son. So I think thought I had in my mind, like I'm showing myself all these different things. Like I'm showing myself, not thinking to myself, like this is going to be so incredibly different. Now my, I, my pregnancy wasn't, uh, um, different. That was very similar. So I became, I had a little bit more optimism in my life because yeah, I still had the whole lackluster, died out, dulled out, zoning, uh, lay me lay down on the sofa, like a sloth all day and like act like a narcoleptic mentality while I was pregnant. But now, and then also this whole other expectation, they say like, you know, a lot of people's firstborn is the one that's like still and sweet and does all these things. And the second one is the crazy one. And, ah, you know, the one that gives you a run for your money. So, well, my first one was like that already. So I was like, well, maybe this switches for me. Maybe my second one will be the one that's calm and this and this and this. So again, I held all these expectations for myself, but I also held all these expectations for this little tiny baby of like, Hey, you better do, you know, you do better do these goddamn things and live up to this. Or mama's not going to be unhappy. And well, you know, same, give it, I could give it a couple more weeks. So I had about four weeks of kind of peaceful living with her for the most part. 
And then shit changed. Like it just changed. And I did because of what happened while I was pregnant. Um, I didn't have systems set up in my business. I didn't take a lot of that stuff seriously because I was stubborn and strong willed. Um, I, I didn't realize like, again, you look and you glance at somebody's life of what they have and how they're able to carry it over and why mine didn't, you know? And what I'm just trying to say to you guys, cause I could probably go on forever is just give yourself grace. Whether you have been trying to have a kid and you've had miscarriage after miscarriage, you've had a traumatic birth. You, you haven't given birth in like seven years, but you have like little tiny kids. Like it can be a lot. Are you a single mom with kids? Like being a mom in general is hard. It's, it's, at least for me, it's hard. Motherhood does not come easy for me. Motherhood did not come easy for me. Motherhood still is something that I have to work a lot on to where, yeah, building out a funnel and an automation system and working with a client that comes easy, but working on myself as a human, which I always will be regardless of my business hats. I'm a mom. I I chose to be a mom and I'm a mom and I struggle with it still. So no matter, again, I say, I'm going to say this because you guys think, you think I thought the business was going to fill all those holes inside of myself. I thought the business with the baby was going to fill all those voids inside of myself. I am only the thing that gets to do that. How I feel about myself and realizing that this is my own experience. I cannot compare it to anyone else's and I'm doing myself a disservice when I do because I'm not appreciating my human experience to realize that a lot of these things that I, I, I saw at the time as struggles, pains, sufferings, and like, you know, why me mentality and, and how bad things sucked um, became a lot of connecting points with people, whether it be through literacy of them having a similar experience or just really good analogies at times. Cause especially now being a mom of toddlers, I love to use toddlers and entrepreneurship hand in hand because well, fuck, we, we literally are like toddlers when we were starting, yet we have this unrealistic expectation that we're supposed to come out the womb walking, you know, the womb of entrepreneurship, yet we're going to fall down and stumble sometimes. And I mean, I don't know if you're an adult um, that's ever fallen before. I know I have tripped or stomped my toe or fallen, um, you know, tripped over my own foot. Or <laughs> I think a couple of weeks ago, I was going down the stairs and I missed a step. I almost completely busted my ass, but I caught myself it's like, we still do that. Right. Well, that that's going to happen in business too. Sometimes we have things that didn't go to our mind's eye and expectations. Sometimes you have failed launches or what you think is a failed launch is just a learning experience and it's a pause. And so I'm grateful for the minor pause I had with my son that also then brought me to some of the greatest experiences of my life because what the pause gave me was I had been so heavily working on self-development before I had him that I easily ventured back into that to realizing I needed to love myself. I was being really, really, really mean to her. So then after I had him, had business going, I had a distraction for a while of 
I, you know, call it ego, mind, knowing everything comes to play at times in our lives to where I wasn't working on self-development so much, which what I mean by that, I don't mean you have to go like do books and specific things, but I wasn't working on self in general. I was just going through the motions of life. No, I was happy doing it and enjoying things, but I had a lot of great shifts occurring. And so if you also know any premise behind me, and if you're following this, you more than likely are on a spiritual journey and or about to begin one if you aren't, but most of you already are on one. So I feel those of us, because of where we are, we're not going to do it like everybody else. Like it's, it's going to happen differently. And so what I see is like the pauses and the stillness that I had, like after my daughter's birth, not right away. Um, it was, she was about a year and a half, about a, about a year, I would say. And then for basically from age one to two was when I had like, because my postpartum depression just kept building and building and building and building and building, building up on me, um, is finally when I had this real forced stillness because also during that same time we were building a house and we sold the one that we were living in. So I was living in the woods, which I guess could make an entire another episode on instead of going into that now. But that, that period of stillness was just <sighs> everything I didn't want, but everything I needed all at one time. Because when I came out of that, I still was able to work some, it wasn't like what I wanted. I didn't have the freedom that I normally had but it helped me realize that I was still running from things. It helped me realize that I was still trying to find validity outside of myself. And I think that's what often can get tricky for those of us that are in the self-development type of industry or spiritual industry, even if we are mostly doing business stuff, is if you add the spirituality mix and you add the self-development mix, you know, you realize like, even though we're chasing business, we're, we're, we're finding self, whether you want to admit it or not. And so regardless of what level we're at, I think that's that notion of where we realize we're human, we're human. And, and the experience for me back when I had my son and then back when I had my daughter was, I don't read a lot of her stuff, um, or haven't read a lot of her stuff, but Gabby Bernstein was a really great call it example for me. Um, I didn't see it initially because when I first started reading one of her books, which I didn't finish, I, I guess I perceived her as being superhuman. You know, she's in the self-development spiritual industry. So duh, like her life is perfect and da, 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 da. And that one of her books was about her, you know, having infertility issues and all this other stuff. And eventually she got pregnant you know? So I'm like, well, man, she just like, life's great for her, isn't it? Like everything just works out again. I don't say that cynically or, um, you know, negatively more like really felt like that for me. Like, wow. Like she's just really, here's all her tools here, how everything is like, everything's so perfect. So I'm gonna share this one moment with you that literally caused this huge, astonishing shift in my life. And it's because it allowed me to see myself. So I'm hoping maybe for some of you, this moment will give you that is, so now we're going to fast forward. Um, still thinking Gabby Bernstein is like untouchable. Not that I, I don't think I honestly believe that at the end of the day, but in my perception, I think her shit was figured out. She didn't struggle. She doesn't have struggling moments. Duh. We like, otherwise you don't teach what you teach like that. That's the only reason I was able to teach what I was teaching. Everything was like, great. So then fast forward again in this nine month occult sabbatical that I took from my business and life 
I was listening to a book that came out like right after the pandemic and which I was really cynical about because of the whole pandemic shutdown shit and you know top that off with living in the woods you just like felt like you were imprisoned in your own mind and anyway I was really cynical um about reading it I mean uh, listening to it it was an audiobook on audible and I don't remember the name of it something about like a guru or whatever not a guru and at first I was about to dismiss it because she starts talking about the pandemic and I'm like this is what I'm trying to not talk about right now this is what I don't want to hear and then I basically felt like a shake not literally but figuratively on my shoulders like the universe is like come on already you stubborn mule just listen to it and give it a chance well somehow magically I passed the part of COVID crap and she kind of got to the point and what I heard her say was everything I needed to hear and so now in this audiobook she is a mom and I think at this time like her son was like two or so and what she was talking about though was her first mother's day with her son and how she was suicidal and it was like the most cosmic boom in my head that was like took logic took like mind and took emotion and married them all together for a second and realized no matter what we do how we do it how we've done it and how long we've done it we're human in that moment she rem helped me remember that i am human too so then when i went back to read start rereading the book that i never finished <laughs> and started to read it this time around as i read I consciously could see her as a human. I consciously could feel her words as a human instead of being superior to me. I, again, like better than me as if it was something that I needed to get to because I still was having all these feelings and emotions. At no point was she ever talking to say to not have feelings and emotions, but I interpreted it that way because my assumption of my mind's eye was that was how it was going to be. So where I leave you guys today is sometimes literally things are not as they seem simply because we blindside ourselves from what we want to experience. And whether you like it or not, no matter who you are, um, light worker, star seed, light beam, moon beam, <laughs> witch, earth, witch, earth angels, all these names, you're still here for the human experience. There is no gift that you will carry that is going to help you omit that um, at this stage of your ascension. So embrace, embrace the harmonic balance of being a spiritual being, having a human experience and embrace that this is a human journey. Uh, the experience of the journey, this is not a destination. So stop trying to glorify the end and just embrace the experience and it will be much more humbling along the way. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Daring to Be Human podcast. Until next time, keep on feeling those feelings and expanding further on your soul journey. If you want more, head over to daringtobehuman.com for show notes, links to any resources mentioned in today's episode. And if you are looking to take your human journey to the next level, be sure to check out my private members community. The links are waiting for you at daringtobehuman.com.